Hello, welcome to the BL Portfolio Podcast coming from Business Lines in-house research team. At BL Research Bureau, we slice and dice stocks, mutual funds, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. I am Vishal Balabhadruni, Research Analyst at BL Portfolio. While making new investments, investors are often in hurry to complete the procedure and thereby overlook important aspects such as nomination. Little do they know that this lapse can force their family to move from pillar to post to claim the same investments when the original investor dies. As on March 2021, the amount lying unclaimed with mutual funds was a whooping 1590 crores. To address this issue, market regulator SEBI just a few days back brought out a circular specifying new norms regarding mutual fund nomination process and aimed to standardize the process. We have today with us Parusha, research analyst, who will tell us ins and outs of nomination in mutual funds. Hi Par. Hi Vishal. I heard recently SEBI came out with some norms for nomination in mutual funds. Can you please explain what's that? Yes, sure Vishal. So SEBI mainly wants to make the process of nomination uniform and thereby gives investors the choice of either making nomination or opting out of that by signing a declaration form. With effect from 1st August 2022, any new investor will be supposed to declare his or her nomination status. For existing investors, the deadline is 31st March 2023, failing which their accounts shall be frozen and they won't be able to redeem their investments. Okay, but can you give a basic idea on nomination so that we can understand this better? Sure. Nomination basically enables mutual fund unit holder to propose a person Hmm. that is a nominee who can claim the units in the event of death of unit holder. Hmm. There can be a maximum of three nominees and one can decide how much proportion to assign to each nominee. In case of joint account, each unit holder's approval is required to nominate a person. Okay, so you mean to say that in case of death of original investor, the nominee will become the owner of the asset, right? No, not necessarily. Nominee doesn't necessarily become the owner of an asset. In case of joint account, if the first holder dies, ownership can be transferred to the second holder while in the case of other account holders, the units shall be claimed by the nominee. Same would be the case when single holder dies. But this doesn't mean that nominee can become the owner of the asset. Nominee is just a custodian who will take care of the asset in the event of death of the owner. Whenever there is a dispute regarding ownership status, will will be the ultimate deciding factor. Okay, so you mean to say legal heir would supersede nominee when ownership is considered, right? Yes, absolutely. So then what is the use of nomination itself? It doesn't matter if one nominates anyone or opts out of the process, right? See, whether nomination is mandatory or not, it's really important. In the absence of a nominee, mutual fund units shall be transferred to the legal heir as mentioned in the will by the deceased owner. But the whole process could be lengthy, costly and cumbersome in case nomination is made Nominee shall be completing all the formalities such as KYC process and submission of documents. These include proof of death of the unit holder, signature of nominee duly attested, proof of guardianship in case nominee is minor and any such document required for transmitting the units in the favor of nominee. 
Nomination makes the whole process a lot smoother and eases the transmission of units without much of a legal hassle. Oh. All right, Pearl. Thanks for providing the insights on nomination process. That's it from us this week. Stay tuned for further podcasts and actionable advice from us at BL Portfolio. Read us in print on Sundays and online at thehindubusinessline.com/portfolio. Do share our podcasts in your circles if you find them useful. Thank you.